This is WexCast from the Wexner Center for the Arts, the multidisciplinary contemporary arts laboratory at The Ohio State University. Each year, the Wexner Center connects high school students from around central Ohio with a range of art experiences through the PAGES program. Students also get to interact with the artists behind the work and create their own responses to what they've seen, which are collected and printed in the annual PAGES anthology. For this WexCast, Wex educator and PAGES coordinator Dion Custer-Edwards traveled to Big Walnut High School in Sunbury, Ohio, to talk to Sophia and Bree, two of the students to contribute to the 2019 PAGES book. They discussed the year's programs, the exhibition Micheline Thomas, I Can't See You Without Me, the film Hale County This Morning, This Evening by Ramel Ross, and Jamil Alawoy Kosoko's performance Seances, and how those programs empowered Bree and Sophia to explore difficult subject matter for their pages piece. Let's listen. This is Dion Custer-Edwards, and I'm an educator at the Wexner Center for the Arts. My my role is school partnerships, and I created and um, I facilitate the PAGES program. Um, I'm Sophia. And I'm Rihanna. And um, they both participated in PAGES this year, so we're just going to talk about that a little bit. So here we are, <laughs> end of the year. Yep. Yeah. So... You, I know you definitely did. Both of you did it two years. No, no just, just one. one year. Just Sophie, just one, two years and then just one year. So talk to me a little bit about, Sophie, maybe we'll start with you. Talk to me a little bit about the second time around, because it's rare for students to do the program two years back, not really back to back. Was it back to back? Yeah, it was yes, back it to was. back. It was back to back. So it's rare. That's rare. We have had it before, but it's, it's pretty rare. Talk to me a little bit about that. I mean, was it, did it feel comprehensive? Was it really different? Were you in a different space? Um, I mean, it's really interesting because you never know what to expect with pages. You get an introduction to the pieces we go through, but then it's always a surprise because a lot of it is performance art, which is supposed to surprise you and make you a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, the first year, I believe we also saw a movie and there was an art gallery and... I know I, re- I remember everything, but yeah. I, I can't recall exactly in what order. Yeah. But it's, um, I don't know, it's always very new because even though the experience of getting on a bus and driving to the WEX, I had done it before, every year there's always somebody different to talk to and like a lot of different experiences that you get to learn about, which is really awesome. So do you feel do you feel as though that newness stayed even in that second year? So the first year definitely new, but do you did did that newness still feel fresh and you anticip, you know you were able to anticipate or you were maybe even surprised by some things even though this was your second time around? Oh yeah, absolutely because a lot of the art pieces were really unpredictable, yeah. which is one of my favorite things. Yeah. Like, seancers was amazing in, like, how wild it was, really. I loved it. And um, the art gallery we saw last year with Cindy Sherman's pieces was also awesome and completely unexpected with a lot of the stuff because they give you 
content warnings, but content warnings can never really prepare you for what you're going into. And sometimes it's like, oh, I that it wasn't that bad. It's no big deal. And then other times it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. And it's really interesting how there's always something just around the corner that's completely new, even though you think, oh, I've been through this before. Mm-hmm. What about you, Well, this was my first year, and there was... I'd say that because we started with the art gallery first, and that was kind of where I realized just how much I enjoyed it. And I know that we had a private conversation yes. afterwards yes. that this gallery, it it gave me a lot more than what I was expecting because I could understand and I could feel kind of how Micheline Thomas did with like the problems that those who are LGBTQ face on a day-to-day basis. And it was just really eye-opening for me. And the movie was amazing and definitely unconventional in your terms of documentary, which made it all the more intriguing for me in how Ramel Ross used the lighting and everything. And seances was... <laughs> it was definitely something that you'd have to be there. Like, you'd have to be there in order to understand, like, how it was and, like... Like, watching a video of a performance art versus actually, like, sitting there and being there watching the performance art, I feel, are two completely separate things. And getting the opportunity to see that was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I I love that you talk about watching something on a screen versus being immersed in something. You know, in pages, we call them experiences, right? I say, we're going to go on these three experiences and we'll we'll still be in school, right? We're still learning things. We're writing throughout. We're lots of discussion, um, lots of thinking, but you're in it, different from just reading about it or different from seeing it on a screen. Talk a little bit about that. Why do you think that's important, or do you think that's important to be in a thing, to experience something that you're learning, right? To, to, to take what you're learning and to have an experience of the thing that you're learning. Why, why might that be important, or do you feel that, that there's, there's something different about it, right, to sort of be in, in a space learning versus just reading about it or watching it? Can, can either of you talk about that or both of you? Yeah, I think experiencing something that you're learning about is really important because it makes it that much more personal, especially for me. We watched... Um, we saw a few pictures of Micheline Thomas's artwork in the classroom before we actually went out and saw the pieces. Mm-hmm. And when the artist just spread out on a wall in front of you life-size, it's a lot easier to understand. And it's almost awe-inspiring to see that that tiny picture you were holding earlier is something the size of your entire body just on a wall made of all these different pieces and colors and shapes and sizes and especially 
having somebody that I could identify with that we were learning about in class was really important because being a lesbian and being a woman of color, it's not a very talked about experience typically, especially in the classroom. And being someone like that is almost a political act. And since you have to keep everything neutral in schools, it's tough to talk about because it's a very polarizing issue. So seeing somebody who's like me and successful and a very talented artist and seeing their work in person was really important. It really embodied what what Micheline's work was was getting at, right? This idea of being seen, mm-hmm. like showing up for yourself and just... I can't see you without me. Yeah. And yeah, I'm definitely going to agree with that. I mean, I'm not a woman of color, but I'm, <laughs> still, I, I'm still a lesbian and I still can feel like... Like, especially when we went to the video room, which we we so-called class-dubbed it the room. Yeah. <laughs> there was a point when everybody was lined Do you remember that? Everybody was lined up against the wall, and yeah. then then folks were like, okay. But then some of us stayed and talked more, yeah. right, about our bodies yeah. and about... Yeah, and yeah. I talked specifically yeah. with you yeah. about this, this room yeah. and this idea of... Love and... Love and yeah, intimacy, yeah. Yeah, I, I felt that that was extremely important, and I'm glad that we were able to go in and actually look at this because, you know, we had, like, this talk about, like, whether or not we'd actually be able to get to see it, like, based on what administration thought, and it's just, like, the idea of censoring something like that for, like, Students who are growing and beginning to develop their own, like, ideas and what they believe, I feel that it's important that we should be able to see everything, whether it's good, bad, dirty, ugly, you know. What someone deems one thing might be something different exactly. for someone else, right? What someone would think about Micheline Thomas's work or... Um, or seancer Shamil Olawali Kasoko's work, someone else might feel so differently. And what I think I hear you saying is you want to be able to have some agency over over what you're thinking about and what you're seeing and you want. In some ways, sometimes people can silence those voices or silence those things that you want to talk about, you want to think about whether you identify with it or not. In this case, there there were some places where you could see yourself in in the work, but in other ways, you, you might just want to talk about it. Remember, I don't know if we... If we um, I feel like we talked about, do we get a chance to talk about how we're changing, right? How you're growing and what are the spaces where you can talk about that and talk about coming of age and talk about your changing bodies, your changing minds. There's so few spaces. Even if you're reading, you might be reading literature that sort of, you know, that gets skipped over at times, right? You're sort of reading to maybe answer something on a test or maybe write a paper, maybe not in Mrs. O'Reilly's class, right? You're doing a lot more. But, but you know, over the years, yeah. Yeah, especially with this 
project yeah. done in class. Yeah, talk, talk a little bit about that project. Can you, um, can you talk about maybe if there's a title or at least describe it? Um, talk a little bit about coming into that, coming into this this piece that well, you yeah, this, this got piece, published in the book. Yeah, yeah. this piece um, was for, we read this, uh, it was like an illustrated like essay mm-hmm. book thing where it was about... Um, it was like library. Yeah, the importance of libraries and like letting kids discover things for themselves. Yeah, and so basically our task was to find something that we were passionate about and create a similar type of book illustration Mm -hmm. essay thing. (laughs) Yeah. And I immediately knew that I wanted to write about LGBT plus issues, but what really hit me was I was scrolling through Wikipedia, actually. We were scrolling through it together, and I stumbled across this list of victims of gender or sexuality-based hate crimes, and I just thought that I would like maybe read up on history, but I was floored by the number yes. that were so recent, so fresh. And even today, the trans panic defense in court is still viable where you can say, oh, I was getting intimate with a trans person and I didn't realize that. And when I saw them, I was so freaked out that I killed them. And that is a, an like acceptable a defense, defense yeah, in court gosh, today. And so I was down the rabbit hole of the internet, just yeah. reading all these different articles, and I thought, I have to talk about this, because it doesn't get talked about a lot. And some people might be uncomfortable because they see something and think, I didn't have anything to do with it. It's not my fault. I'm not the one to blame here, so why should I listen? Or even think, that's not me. I don't care. Well, that's kind of the experience that I had listening to a lot of history lessons because nobody was really like me. The only person I could think of who is one of my personal heroes was Sor Juana de la Cruz, who was a Mexican woman, which I am Mexican-American, and she was, according to some historians, a lesbian, and according to other historians, they were just really good gal pals with some people she knew. So take that as, take that as you will, but... Um, She's the only person I could ever think of that was like me, historically. And so the fact that there's the absence of certain people's stories in a lot of different classes really bothered me, and I knew that I really wanted to write about it. Yeah, it was, it was definitely a similar thing to me, but it, like, the whole realization that I came to was... It, it was kind of, it was, no, it was definitely hard for me because of the environment in which that I live. And so not being able to, you know, talk about these things or be open about it with, like, my family or people that are close to me out of fear is definitely a hard thing to discuss. And being in, like, this was a perfect opportunity for me as well to get like these ideas out here about where, 
we're the LGBTQ community and we still have voices too, we're still people. And it's it's kind of hard to believe that there's still people out there that don't quite understand that. Yeah, and it's really tough as well to find spaces where it's okay to talk about that, which is one of the things I love about pages is that anything goes. Um, Because personally, there's a lot of places in my life where it's not safe for me to talk about who I am as a person, like Bree said. Especially, um, my family is very religious, and it's not a very tolerant sect. So it's it's hard having to go to church every Saturday um, and listen to somebody up on a stage, and it's always an older white man who says, you are a sinner, you are going to hell, you are in the wrong. And it's tough to hear that then get repeated by my family, and they don't question it. And it's hard to find a good place to be yourself, especially when you can't fully be yourself at home without at the very least getting a look. Because nobody in my family is outright going to kick me out. I am physically safe, but there's that look that I get every time I hint at something like, oh, she's so pretty, or like, oh, I would love to marry a girl someday and do whatever, and I get that look, and it kind of burns you up, and so... So having a space where you can be you and you can talk about the kinds of things that you maybe cannot talk about or it's discouraged for you to talk about in other spaces in some ways is 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 pages and and having these kinds of experiences a bit of a refuge yeah most definitely and i know that i've again i've talked to you about this that like out of like that this has been the most eye-opening thing for me because i've i've actually been able to voice my thoughts on these things and like because I think about these things all the time and I haven't really had a place you know to go to be able to you know voice them without fear of being you know scrutinized or scorned and I definitely believe that pages was a refuge where I could go and I could think about these issues and talk about these issues because they're important and a lot of people tend to try to shy away from them, especially when they're when they're intolerant and not wanting to hear how other people feel about the issue. How does it feel to have your writing and your artwork be able to be seen maybe by students who are also thinking about some of these same kinds of issues and and coming of age and trying to think about how they identify and where how they're showing up in the world what does it mean to have your work out there that maybe 
other students will come across it, but then also other adults will be able to see how you're talking about these issues too. What does it mean for students, but then also what does it maybe mean for the for adults too? Um, well, it's really been an honor to be chosen to um, have a piece in the Pages book. And I feel like it's really nice, it's really gratifying to have something that you made out there for the world to see. And even if people disagree with it, it's still good to have a conversation, any conversation, because it's better than the silence that was there before. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it's definitely an honor to be able to have this stuff in here and to be able to talk about these issues and it's just you know a lot of important conversations do need to be had about a lot of these issues that aren't being had because people are too afraid to open their eyes and open their ears to things that they might not agree with i hope in some ways you felt safe, cared for, supported, whatever the word, uh, going throughout this experience and having a space to be able to discuss some things. I mean, it's hard. It's hard some of the things we're discussing throughout the year, right? This stuff is tough. And at times we all get stuck and I don't have the answers. You know, Ms. O'Reilly doesn't have the answers. We're, we're all going through this together. We have a place that we can write things down. We've got our journals and we can write things down and we can ask questions of each other, of the work. In some ways, it's redefining or how maybe even how we learn or how, what's the possibility, what's the possibilities of how we learn and how we come into our learning, how we come into knowing in some ways. I, I think about it in that way. Yeah, and it's really important to, at the same time, feel safe and feel uncomfortable because I feel like that's what pages is all about where I never feel like I'm in danger for expressing my own ideas but at the same time I'm being presented new ideas that do make me a little uncomfortable but it's so important to have that experience and to be able to come out of it saying I learned something new today and that's what school is all about so that's what I love about pages is that it's still educational but it's also really an emotional experience it's teaching you how to feel about certain things or more how to interpret your feelings about certain things which is really interesting yeah I I definitely uh, had like especially when we got to seances like I know, like, at the beginning when we started Pages, I was going through a really rough time, and being able to talk about how to deal with, like, your own grief and the things in your daily life that you're going through that may be difficult, like, I could feel, like, Jamil on, like dealing with this grief because I had just I had just gone you, well you that. were grieving earlier yeah, this year I, I remember was. that I remember that and I still am trying yes. to you know process things and it was definitely an important thing to to talk about especially because I feel like it's been happening more and more to like kids our age they've been 
dying way too young and being able to deal with your feelings and being able to deal with your experiences is definitely an important thing to discuss, especially with kids our age who are going through a lot more than a lot of people would tend to believe. What would you, as we as we wind down, what would you like people to know about pages for those who, for maybe for teachers who might apply, for students who are curious about this experience, for folks that will never go through this this experience? Like, what would you want them to know about about pages, about this process, about this experience? Well, first of all, nothing you read can really prepare you for what you're going to do. (laughs) All you have to know beforehand is how to keep an open mind. And I know that phrase gets tossed around a lot, but it's really important to accept everything that's coming at you, even if it's coming at you slowly or if it's coming at you like a neon high-speed train (laughs) in the case of seances. Um, And you can laugh, you can cry, you can do whatever you want because there's no rules on how to deal with your emotions. And you can talk about it. It's really a freeing experience. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with what Sophie said about, like, you have to keep an open mind to everything because... Chances are there might be something that you may or may not agree with, but it's important to be able to have these conversations with other people and being able to feel safe and able to have these conversations, even if you do feel uncomfortable, because there's no other way that these conversations are going to be had if we aren't at least a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. Thank you both. Thank you both. That was Big Valley High School student Sophie and Bree with educator and pages coordinator Dion Custer Edwards. And I'm Melissa Starker, PR and content manager for the WEX. You can find the pages publication online on the WEX's issue page or at wexarts.org slash blog. For more information about programs at the Wexner Center for the Arts, go to wexarts.org.